welcome to this week's episode of The Known Podcast. I'm Liz Burns. Today, we're going to look back on our whole first season, 25 episodes worth of fun and just really awesome moments with all our guests. And we even have a special guest for you at the end. So let's get into it. Hello, hello. Well, it's hard to believe that this is our 25th episode of the Gnome Podcast. This is going to be our final episode of season one, but like we're already dreaming up fun things for you for season two. We'll be back in August-ish, but we just can't wait. So we thought, what a great way to end the season, but to look back on some of the best moments from season one. We asked you guys some of your favorite moments and we added some of ours and we're going to listen to some of those, but then after that, I did bring a special guest, so you'll want to stay tuned until after that. So let's check it out, some highlights of season one. I think yes. that's good because I do think a lot of times people think, I'm going to be called to ministry, mm-hmm. I'm going to be it, and then that's it. Right. And I can't. I mean, and we're not even, this is not just ministry, friends. Like, whatever God is asking you to do, your assignment, if it's be a mom, if it's, you know, whatever it is. Like, I think we get frustrated and we can't reconcile Mm -hmm. when we know we're doing God's will, but bad things Things are happening. happening. Because we say, that's not God. But God didn't say that. Right. In fact, he said, speaking of take heart, he said, in this world, you will have troubles, troubles, but take take heart. heart. Because... That's kind of sometimes even the sign you're doing right, isn't it? Absolutely. I mean, why would the devil care if you're not doing anything important? Feel free to um, believe that you have the right to be healed. Mm. That, um, no, I'm not guilty anymore because Jesus has taken the price. He's taken my sentence of punishment. You know what I mean? I love that. you don't have to carry this burden of punishment. Yeah. Jesus, all of the punishment for us. So we're just going to believe, you know what? I have this diagnosis of cancer, but I won't have it forever. Exactly. So right now I'm going to believe that um, even it's a position of faith, I would encourage you to have in that, okay, I know um, that by the stripes of Jesus, I am healed. What does that mean? It's a position, a posture of faith in that, yes, I have a diagnosis, but my faith says that I'm already healed by Jesus. So I'm not the sick fighting to be healed. I am the healed by faith fighting to keep my healing. As much as the peace of God can be misused, I do think there are some basic ways that we as believers can say, are we on the right path? Yeah. One thing I love, a mentor told me this years ago. She said, Brandy, most often you'll see the will of God when you look over your shoulder. Mm. And that is so good. Looking mm. forward, we oftentimes yeah. can't see what's the will of God. I don't know. Yeah. But when we look back, we say, oh, you were there. I love you it. guided me. You were faithful. You healed uh-huh. me. You protected me. You, wow. Whatever it is. That's where we see his will, not so much looking forward at the unknown future. So We're looking back at his faithfulness and goodness. Wow. You know, no, his will is not this razor blade to fall off of that you're just going to one day or another be on or off. No, yeah. it's a path. Yeah. We're on a path with our loving father. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Towards his will being accomplished in our lives and on this earth. 
sometimes it's the very thing that you desire that you think you're struggling with because I feel like the enemy tries to target you yes. for those things and then people will compliment you for the very thing you're struggling mm. for and so Marley writes in it you balance mm. life so well motherhood ministry mm. work yeah. and I'm going I don't see that yeah. but you do yeah. so making that move and that transition has been nothing but the favor of God since then and that's mm -hmm. another podcast <laughs> but um yeah, I've been there for a year now, and even this morning, the kids are just like, we just feel like we see you. Mm. So I feel like as far as balance is, the most important people in your life is gauging how they're doing, and is there anything that you can do to help make that better? And it's mm. not always easy. Um, this morning, the, the scripture that came to my memory, I know we need to wrap this up, was Isaiah 26, 3, 4. I just happened to read it, mm. um, kind of going in line with, with walking with the Lord. You will keep in perfect peace, mm. those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. Trust yes. in the Lord forever for the Lord. The Lord himself is the rock eternal. Mm. And going back to, you know, if the Lord has deposited a dream, you're thinking about going back to work, you're not sure how you'd balance it. See where you're at with your pursuit for the Lord. And if you're following him, yes. perhaps he's the one that's depositing that dream. And it's not that's easy. Good. Transition is hard. You and I have talked about this, though. The second that you get comfortable, it's like, all right, Lord, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm comfortable. What yeah. what do you have next to yeah. stretch me? And I've only been doing this for five years, um, and I am learning more about myself and about others and about my walk with, Lord, with the Lord and my position. We didn't talk about ministry, but what I've just tried to do with that, and again, not 100% at all, any of these things, is to just be intentional. If I'm thinking of you, and someone yes. asked me that, how do you keep in touch with people? If you're... If you come into my mind, yes. I'm going to send you a text. Yes. That's simple. It is. That's but doable. Sometimes that's the Holy Spirit. And sometimes yeah. people don't want to do it mm -hmm. because they're, well, what if this person mm -hmm. doesn't respond right? But I have found more people blessed by that. Yeah. I'm just thinking about you. No, nope, yeah. nothing else. And that's how I've tried to stay connected on top of, yeah. you know, physically being with people. But um, it's, it's not easy. Life isn't yeah. easy. Today, I asked Britt to stay. Britt, this is an exciting question we have. Are you ready for this? I, I'm so ready. Okay. Um, the question was said, does pineapple belong on pizza? No. No! No. I, I feel like no is a like a sufficient answer. You don't even need an explanation. <laughs> I am Italian. Yeah. Like, that borderline offends me. Do I put oranges in my spaghetti? Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. What's next? Grapefruit yeah. in my ravioli. Gross. My God. Did my ancestors come? From Sicily to Ellis Island to fight for you to put pineapple on your pizza. Sound engineer Nathan is laughing, by the way. Last week we got his hot take on Disney movies, which was that Frozen was the best Disney movie. Nathan believes that pineapple belongs on pizza, but Britt told us, <laughs> yeah, what did he say? But not, not just, I said, so you're telling me you like hot pineapple, and he said, no, you don't have to have hot pineapple on pizza. To which we were like, huh? There, there's no debate there. Like, you're going to order a pizza and then... Take yeah. your can of pineapple yeah. out the fridge and crank it open and pour yeah. cold pineapple on hot pizza. Yeah. Do, you just, do you just buy a whole pineapple? Core it? Yeah. Shuck the core? I don't know what you do with a Is it shucking? Corn is shucking? Which? Yeah, and then you just cut up your pineapple and you're throwing it on there. Like, what, what's going on in Nathan's yeah. life? Ladies, if you want to join us in prayer uh, for Nathan to find the truth in the way. Yep. When you come back to the very basic definition of faith that it's the evidence of things hoped for, but you know, the evidence of things not seen. Yes, not yet seen. And yep. that is 
really hard for us. We are an instant type of people. Like we want to see that God is working and we're oh, yeah. like you, I think it just, we don't realize in other words, how much of our feelings are around. Oh yeah. And God gave us those feelings. So yeah. you don't want to like hide them or feel like you shouldn't have them, but it's remembering that God is greater than our feelings. And so who do you believe God to be? So I had to really wrestle with, you know, I believe that God is the provider. I believe that God is the sustainer. So if I believe that he is the God who initiates, mm -hmm. then I've got to believe he's the God who sustains. And I have to believe that he's the God who fulfills. But the yeah. problem is <laughs> we want it in our timeline. And trusting God's timeline that he, while we want to see him working in the outside, he wants to work on the inside of us. Like we want, I want the papers and I want our church to be back together and I want life to feel back to normal. And I want the things that I would make life easier. But God, what I realized is God, there was so much I had to work on inside of me. Like there was so much more I needed of him and less of me. Dad preached once on a scripture that says, train up a child in the way you should go. Mm -hmm. And then when they're older, they won't depart. But really the, the interpretation of that, the, the root of the word says that the way they're bent, like a tree, train up a child the way they're bent, the mm -hmm. way God created them. And I think it's really, really important to find out what how their DNA bent. is yeah. and how they're bent. That's good. Because I think as parents, our expectations can really short circuit yeah. something fabulous that yeah. God wants to do in their lives. Yeah. So I think it's important to to find out who they are, mm. what God is doing in their life. And then, you know, um, to be honest, and you know this is the truth, you could say amen. <laughs> There's no perfection. No, no, I, none of us. Thank God that yeah. he redeems many yeah, of my truly, mistakes. Truly. What role does social media implicitly have in this idea of expectation? Well, I, I think um, I think it cannot be underestimated. I really cannot. I find people tell me all the time, um, I need to take a break from social media. And mm. I believe what they're actually saying is I need to take a break from the emotional response mm. that I have to everybody else's social media. Oh, that's really good. I like that. Okay. So like it that. isn't just that um, social media is 24 seven. It's the fact that I always have an emotional response to something that I see. That's good. Um, you know, even Twitter, you know, there's not as many pictures, but oh my lands, there are yeah. times it, it, my blood pressure is yes. through the roof. Yes. And I think, okay, I need to step away from this because I am no longer functioning in a renewed mind. I am yeah. no longer functioning wow. as a woman of mm. God. I am now full 100% in jealousy mode. Mm. And James tells us that where jealousy is, all other manner of evil wow. lives. Wow. So when we're competing with one another and, and, I, and I'm seeing your successes on Facebook, I'll take it a step further. We see someone who we don't know their history. We don't yeah. know what they earned. Yeah. We don't know what they did to get where they are. Yeah. But we look at it and it seems fast wow. or easy. Hmm. And then we're angry. Yeah. Well, why does she get that? Yeah, we're stuck in our mundane going, exactly. man, I'm just, uh, you know, changing diapers That's today. It. I'm just, yeah. You know, why, why, why did God give her that opportunity? Hmm. Why does she have a husband hmm. or children wow. or whatever that meet this 
unspoken expectation that I have wow. that I mm. don't even know how to talk about. Wow, that's so good. Welcome back, friends. I had such a good time listening back to all of those moments from season one. And um, I really couldn't let season one go without bringing back a special guest. Now, the first time this person was here, we had such a good time. We wound up laughing so much that I just said we need to do this again. So um, you may have guessed it. Ladies and gentlemen, my man and yours. What? <laughs> Wait. Not really yours. <laughs> Just just mine? Just yours. Okay. Well, my husband's here, Dr. Jason Burns. Welcome to the po- podcast. Wow. That's the weirdest intro I've ever had. And I'm You've never been introduced you. as my man and yours before. <laughs> <laughs> I'm relieved, yeah. I think. Is um, this a test? No. Test. You passed if you okay, did. Okay, um, So we had you on the podcast, babe, before to talk about Valentine's Day love, and we did like deal breakers, and it was very popular. People enjoyed it. In fact, I personally loved it. Like, I still go back and listen. I know sound engineer Nathan has told me that he went back and listened as well, but it just like without fail makes me laugh. So I thought instead today of doing like deal breakers, because we're not really in the month of love, although... Every month. Every month should be the month of love. Um, Like, we're approaching the summer. So I just thought, first of all, I wanted to ask you, did you have any special summer memories from growing up? I always lived for summer camp. Like, summer revolved around camp. Really? It it, it did for me, not for you. Well, (laughs) Liz doesn't camp. Like, that's the thing. No. No form of camping. Like, Liz wanted us to buy an RV to make driving between hotels even more comfortable. Okay, so that we're just going to start there then. Oh, my bad. I thought I thought we were after it. Let's okay, go. Okay, well, I'm sorry that summer camp was your big highlight. Okay, like, what was the highlight for you? Like a plastic mattress where you bring your own sheets and none of the kids remember to to shower and the food is subpar That's at what best. you got out of camp? Yes. Like okay, at camp okay. they had Sunny D for breakfast instead of like real orange juice. I'm like, do you have orange juice? And they'd give Sunny D. I'm like, what is this? Like it tastes this, like water. You sound so bougie. I'm not what trying to make it bougie. What was your top thing of summer? Well... I mean, the pool, going in the pool with friends. There's a pool at camp. Oh, please. With like a thousand people. Plus, I grew up in the modesty culture where the girls had to wear the shirts over their bathing suits. <laughs> but boys <laughs> didn't even wear a shirt. Explain that to me. Mm. But um, <laughs> we're making sound engineer Nathan comfortable. Um, but my family took a really amazing trip one time to the Grand Canyon. That wow. was an awesome summer. Um, so, yeah, like. What do you think are some definite do's and don'ts of family summer vacation? Like, you've been famously said this quote about trips versus vacations. What is it? Oh, yeah. So, a trip is when you take your kids. A vacation is when you leave your kids at home. No no offense to our kids if they are listening. Some offense to our kids. Like, I love my kids. But it's a vacation when they stay at home and it's just you and me going. It's true. I think, like, a mistake people can make is overpacking a trip. Not, like, your clothes. We all do that. I mean, like... Don't fill every second because then you'll have nothing, like no time just to, you know, yeah. do nothing. <laughs> I think I think the summer mistake people make is they're not intentional with their time. Mm-hmm. And so they can't wait for summer to get here. And then summer gets here and they have a breather in their schedule and they don't take advantage of it. Yeah. And so like you get what you plan for in life. So so literally just this week, we printed a large like 18 by 20 inch poster that's got our summer schedule on it and it's full of fun and adventure and trips and all kinds of great things but i think that we're going to get the most out of this summer because we put the most intentionality into it yeah but i also think there needs to be days where like you do nothing 
Oh, there's plenty of those days yeah. for us, like sleep-in days, yes. cereal for breakfast, lunch, and dinner days. One of our kids, I'm not going to mention which one, but he said he wanted to do a day where you, it's the don't leave the couch challenge. Oh, they've had contests to see yeah. which of the kids could stay on the couch the longest. Which I don't know if I like borderline respect or I'm like, what, where did he we go He woke up wrong? and said, I'm not going to drink anything today to not throw off my chances of winning. <laughs> I mean, I get it. Oh, you know, since you're here, by the way. I mean, this is not necessarily summer related, but we haven't mentioned anyone's pets. Oh, boy. And you and I share pets. We do. We share children and we I, share pets. We do share children. The pets, I believe, are yours. That's actually accurate. So when I say, like, you're my husband and yours, like the pets are just mine. 100% yours. And the medical bills should be yours as well. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, Puppy George is doing pretty good, I would say. What would you grade him on, like, percentage of housebroken? I would say he's like 80% housebroken until he decides he's not. 80% is good. I remember a time on the podcast when it was 40. Okay. I mean, so, like we're, we're grading on a curve. This is a yeah, low well, standard. <laughs> and honestly, I've come to accept about our dogs that just like I came to this realization. They're not smart. I mean, how long did it take you <laughs> to get to that? Well, they're not. They're not smart. They are adorable. Yeah, super cute. Very fluffy, like very cute to the touch. <laughs> how, how do you describe me to your friends? You're also cute to the touch. Very dumb, cute to the touch, um, fluffy. Fluffy, but I don't know. Wouldn't that be a good thing? Would you want to be described as not cute to the touch? I, I don't even know what that phrase means. <laughs> okay, so they're cute to the touch. They're cuddly. Um, they're stubborn, but they're not smart. Like, hey. George just looks at you with totally vac vacant eyes, and it's like, hey. Um, we were, what did you think, though, is the best pet you've ever had? I, I don't know. See, I feel like compared to you, I come across as some sort of a pet hater. I actually you love. Are your secret pet I love, He hates pets. I love having dogs. I think the dogs are great. Okay, write that down. He loves having dogs. That's, I'm going to remind okay. you of that. You know what? Is the, one of our current dogs the best dog you've ever had? I think Winston, our first oh. dog, was the best dog. Shout out and RIP to Winston. He, he crossed, is dead. What oh. in the world? It's true. I was about to say he crossed the rainbow bridge, and you just said he is dead. Yeah. He died in 2019? Yeah, and we lasted about three months before we got Gus. Yeah. We're a dog house, I feel like. We sure are. They're pleasant to the touch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to need a clip show from this episode of just random things Liz said out of context. Well, last time you were here, we were talking about, like, deal breakers in a relationship. Yeah, last time I was here, you asked me questions that you were making up on the spot. That's that where made I, no sense at all. That's where I flow best. Okay, well, then let's flow. What are some questions? Okay, um, what's the best pest you ever had? I said Winston. Next I question. I said pest. <laughs> best pest I've ever had? It might be George, actually. <laughs> Um, what's your favorite summer activity? My favorite summer activity is like, it's not an activity, but it's the no hustle. Yeah. It's the, like a non-activity. It's the not wake up and herd the children out of the house. Mm, like no trying alarms. to herd cats, no alarms, <sighs> just chill in the morning. That's my favorite summer activity. Okay. Favorite summer treat. Ooh, my favorite summer treat. Um, I'm going to go banana pudding. And that's my favorite treat all the year. I was going to say, is that not also your favorite fall, winter, and spring treat? Yeah, but it also falls in summer treat. But isn't there something like you eat more of in the summer, like popsicles or 
oh, we have the ice cream truck in our neighborhood. And can I tell you guys, inflation is real. And I spent $16 (laughs) on three items at the ice cream truck. I was like, yikes. I'm just saying that that's that's rough. Um, Would you rather go mountains or beach vacation? In the summer, I think I'd rather go beach. I think the beach is fun. I'm not a sand guy. Like, that's my only issue with the beach. But when I'm there. It's not pleasant to the touch. When I'm there. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) When I'm there, I love being at the beach, though. And and it's our kids are at a fun age. Like, we went on a spring break trip to the beach and got a boogie board. We got it at Bucky's of all oh, places. Oh, shout out Bucky's. Yeah. You can get everything there from home inspirational plaques to, to a roast beef sandwich to a brisket sandwich, a bathing suit, um, anything really. And just so we are all on the same page, I did buy Liz a Bucky's bathing wow, suit. Wow. I thought we were going to take that to the grave. Oh, man. But we bought a boogie board, and it was so fun watching my kids learn how to do that this Mm. last spring. So they're getting to the age where the beach is a lot of fun. Yeah. I also think, like, um, summer movie nights are fun. Like, the kids like nights. We'll just watch a movie and stay up late. It's just just fun with no bedtimes. And like you said, the lack of hustle, I think, is really where it's at. Um, Jason, I couldn't let this season go by without shouting a very special third person in the room with us. Sound, engin- sound engineer Nathan has been with me all for 25 episodes. What a stud. Wherever you are, throw your hands together. <laughs> Honk your car horns. Nathan, say hello to the viewers. Hello. That's him, guys. That's him. That's his whole debut. <laughs> he said hello. That's his whole debut on the podcast. He is handsome. He is single. He's and we are working single, on it. Ladies, and at Nathan. Ready. What is your Instagram handle, Nathan, so the ladies can check you out? NLG That's too complicated. NLG underscore 12. Ladies, check it out. Check out the merchandise. Just and out just of curiosity, see. what does the 12 mean? It's when You were 12 when you made Instagram? Oh, dear no. God. When Jason and I were 12, oh. we didn't have Instagram. We had composition notebooks. Wow. We are old. We're old. Oh, he said 12. <laughs> Do you want to go home and drink Metamucil? <laughs> <laughs> oh, things old people say. Do you want to have Ponderosa? Is Ponderosa still around? I don't think so. All right. We have that 4.30 dinner. Sunny yeah. D. No, no Sunny D. Nathan, see, I knew this is why we never had you speak before. We just knew it would terribly get out of hand. Um, Nathan, we couldn't have done this season without you. Truly. MVP, Nathan. MVP, Nathan. <laughs> Giving all the glory to God, y'all. Um, Jason, thanks for coming back. So good. I love this podcast. You've done such a fantastic job this first season, and I've already heard you talking about season two. It's going to be fantastic. It's going to be awesome. Like, if you're listening, say, Beth Moore, and you would be willing to come be on the podcast season two, I would cry, and we'd love to have you. Just throwing it out there. I mean, you can't. She could be listening. Beth, if you're listening, we love you. Come and, and your be, donkey. And your donkey. She has an awesome donkey named Donk. Um, but come be on the podcast. We would love to have you. Anyway, thank you, Jason Burns. Love you. I'm in love with you. <laughs> and we'll be right back with more of the Gnome Podcast. Well, that's a wrap on season one of the Gnome Podcast. Listen, friends, we could not have done it without you, but now you have all summer. Catch up. We have 25 episodes for you. Share them with your friends. I hope that we find more and more of you who love the podcast and will listen. Um, We are coming back in season two with all kinds of fun stuff. And actually, the Gnome Conference at Access Church 
here in Lakeland, October 7th and 8th. So keep your eyes glued to at KnownLadies on Instagram. That's where we will continue posting content all summer, updates, all the fun things you can imagine. Our special thanks to Jason Burns, to Nathan, the sound engineer extraordinaire, and to all of you. Never forget that you are known and loved by God. We'll see you in season two.